0: Hey there, fellow DVC staff and students. I'm Michaela, And I'm Sneha. And we're your hosts from the DVC Toastmasters Club. You're listening to the DVC TM Podcast, where we talk about all things personal and professional development to further our public speaking skills. As always, this is a safe space for the purpose of uplifting our DVC community through insightful and exciting conversations. With that being said, let's get rolling. So to start off this podcast, um, why don't you introduce yourself, where were you, uh, what school you went to, where you graduated, and what you're doing now?
1: Okay, great. So yeah, um, definitely want to say thank you for this. I think it was great hearing from you both, um, you know, through LinkedIn. It's always nice to see folks from um, DVC doing these things. And so uh, very much appreciative. So um, to quickly introduce myself, uh, my name is Michael Gatos. I just recently graduated from the University of California, Berkeley this past May with a bachelor's degree in uh, political science and a minor in education. Of course, I want to highlight that I'm also a transfer student from Diablo Valley College. Um, spent three years at DVC. Although I did transfer to Berkeley, I would always say that my time at DVC was probably my best times. Um, I enjoyed my time at DVC, so I got to know a lot of faculty, staff, even students. So um you know really nice just getting to be able to uh, give back to the DVC community um in terms of um, who I am I am a native of the Bay Area I was born in the Philippines when I was three my family and I came to the United States and um we stayed in the Bay Area for all my life and I definitely pretty much stayed local went to DVC in Pleasant Hill um 20 minutes to the left I went to uh Berkeley and so Um, Now I work as the front desk office coordinator for the UC Berkeley College of Engineering, um, Electrical Engineering and Computer Sciences Department. Um, I'll get to that later on, but um, I think it's pretty great that I'm able to stay within higher higher education as a career field. Um, I'll also talk about that later on, um, how I got into that. Um, Definitely all about public administration, higher education, equity and access. And so, um, yeah, in in the near future, Grad school is a prospect, uh, possibly law school and all that sort. But um, again, happy to be here. Thank you both. Thank
0: you. All right. So to start off our first question, um, since your major is OCI, um looking at your LinkedIn, I saw that you have a lot of activities and roles that you participated in. Can you share how you set yourself up well for success in your activities as well as how you manage work and school? Yeah, of
1: course. Um, definitely a great question, especially if, you know, this is for folks, anyone listening who wants to get involved or does maybe doesn't want to get involved, but just wants to hear. Um, some background information. I was not the brightest student in high school. I hated school. I hated any conversation about college in high school, and I tried avoiding them. Um, one reason or big reason why I went to community college in the first place was because um, my family couldn't afford college. And so that was something that was really not um, on our mind right um, college can be expensive uh, the prospect of going to college when both your parents didn't go to college can be difficult and challenging and even scary so when I went straight to uh, DVC I was I felt pretty lost I really just wanted to there as fast as possible and um, you know try to get that degree and just go into the workforce um, that definitely wasn't the case um, I did not have um, grades in high school, um, and I would go straight home, right? No extracurricular extracurricular activities. Um, When I got to DVC, I found that a lot of my friends, my close friends, um, they went to colleges that were pretty far away. I didn't really have that support system with me. And so what I ended up doing was finding academia as an outlet. Um, I focused on my classes pretty hard that I still find it shocking to this day. After my first year at DVC, that's when I got my first ever 4.0, and I was like, wow, I'm actually smart. So, um, you know, that was a great feeling for me. Um, I felt motivated, and from there, I really just kept going. Um, I enjoyed my classes. I enjoyed going to class. I ended up enjoying, and I ended up being happy on campus. So what that led me to do was finding two jobs on campus, um, seeing what it means to be part of these student organizations that I can further expand on later. But um, you know, finding my community and my comfort on campus really helped me through figuring out what academia means to me. Right? Um, it's the thing about me is when I got involved on campus, that further helped me understand like what I want to do in the future, what I wanted to aspire to be, field, and all that sort. Um, again, I studied political science at DVC, continued that at Berkeley. And so definitely some of the things that I was a part of were connected to my field of study, right? I was part of student government. Um, I did a lot of student advocacy work that I um, really much enjoyed, just being able to work with other people. And so that's how I started, um, you know, getting involved. It was just out of pure joy and coming out of my comfort zone. Um, In high school, I was not the best person to speak to. I didn't really want to talk to other people again. I wanted to go home, but once I got to community college and after that year of um, understanding what it means to have a community on campus, that's when I was like, I just want to meet people. I consider myself as a huge extrovert. I love meeting new people. I love getting to know other people, and that's what helped me to write. And not to say that if you're not an extrovert, that doesn't mean you can't you can't join clubs. Um, I feel like college campuses are uh, a place where you can find yourself and find other people who have the same interests as you and just you know going forward with that is you can find spaces that you feel comfortable with and they'll help you grow I hope I answered that question but
0: wonderful actually I'm so happy to hear that you found your calling over in community and you were able to really have that community I'll say to help uh, motivate you and bring you up like that that is amazing to hear well congratulations to where you are today things have gone worked out for you would you like to share with us on what you'll focus on doing in the early stages of your career to set yourself up for success maybe talk about some of your current experiences and even where you uh, see yourself heading
1: yeah um, also a great question Um, something I ask myself every (laughs) So again, I graduated from Berkeley this past May, um, and my initial plan was actually to go straight to grad school. Um, Last fall, my final year at Berkeley, I was already starting on my application to grad school. Um, I wanted to either get a master's in public policy or public administration or a master's in higher education. Um, I was leaning towards getting a master's in higher education because we loved Um, what I did with, you know, student advocacy, higher education access. And so I was trying to figure that out. Right. Um, But as I was doing my application, uh, you know, writing my personal statement, it didn't really flow well. Um, You know, I was like, this isn't my writing. Uh, This sounds very artificial. And so after talking to so many of my close friends, my mentors, I straight up just I I exited my app and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a gap year. And that was hard for me because you know, being so occupied these past four or five years in education, I was like, no, I don't want to take a break, right? There's this, there's that, um, difficult mindset of you're already doing all these things. And when you're not doing something, you feel like you don't accomplish anything or you feel like you're not worth anything. So I kind of went through that really challenging mental decision of taking a break, but, um, you know, stand, with where I stand today, I'm pretty happy to take a break. Um, again, I exited my application. I said, I'm going to graduate. Um, I will take a couple of months off of uh, school, of work, because I think that's important, right? Um, when we judge success, it really shouldn't be, you know, what's on our resume or what are we doing at this moment? If anything, it should be like, you know, how how is our mental health? How is all, all that sort of health, right? So I kind of transitioned to understanding that that's what health means, right? Or that's what success means. And so, I took, um, you know, two months, uh, a two-month break after I graduated. I definitely anticipated taking a longer break, um, but I, a lot of my friends call me workaholic, and I guess that comes, that you know, that means true because I end up applying to jobs one month in <laughs> after You lived up to the
0: name of being a workaholic.
1: Yeah, sadly. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, You know, fast forward to two months into graduating, um, you know, I went to a couple of trips with my friends. I took advantage of just not having to be an undergraduate student, especially at, you know, a a complex campus or, um, for lack of a better word, challenging campus like Berkeley. Um, You know, I went out. I enjoyed myself. I tried finding out if I really wanted to go to grad school, if I wanted to do something else, and that was helpful. Um, But, again, I ended up finding jobs. I applied to several jobs. I applied to jobs within public affairs. Um, I was adamant about staying within these two fields just because that's what I was most knowledgeable about and that's what I wanted in the long run. I ended up finding this job um, for context for folks listening. I I work at, again, I work as an office coordinator for... department of electrical engineering and computer sciences and so you know a lot of people will probably ask like how did you go from poli-sci to engineering and so i make this joke that i was like "Uh, poli-sci got boring i want the money which isn't true at all (laughs) (laughs) you know there's there's everywhere but um i got i i accepted this job because i felt that it was first of all i felt that i was personally i felt that I could take on the workload and I um, in transparency, that the, the pay actually work. So this is a temporary thing, right? I'm gonna go do this for now. Um, this will help me stay occupied. And so that's what I'm doing right now, but I am still um, in the works of actually beginning my grad apps. And so that's actually on my calendar right now for the next two, three months that I'll be working on my, um, apps for grad school.
0: What are some suggestions you have for those struggling to reach their long-term goals? This can be either academically or career-wise or even on a personal level, right? What advice do you have to people who really need to reach those long-term goals, but maybe this person finds him or herself struggling to even meet those short-term goals?
1: Yeah, um, great question. Um, I guess the the advice I would give is advice that I still try to um, tell myself on the daily that my bosses tell me, my mentors tell me, and it's that it's time. Um, be patient with trying to figure out what it means to be successful or what it means to achieve achieve your goals. Um, the thing is, and I'm sure that a lot of people hear this, but you know, in practice, this is something that's very much when mm-hmm. people just decide. But you know, growth is not linear. You will have your ups and downs. Um, sometimes those ups and downs will be daily. But that's okay. Um, That's something that I really want to emphasize for folks that are trying to figure out both their short term and their long term goals. It's something that you should, you know, keep in mind every single day that everything that you go through will be part of that journey of trying to achieve these goals. Right. And so you just I would say just be really patient with yourself. and, And that's coming from someone who's very impatient. I want it, again, I want to go to grad school. I want to get like a six figure pain job and all that sort of right after. Um, and, you know, that's, that's, that's valid. Um, you know, coming from the society that we come from, we want to, you know, be, you know we want to feel successful in that uh, framework of, oh, having a great job, having all these things on our resume, um, you know, being involved as much as possible, especially as undergraduate students. But at the end of the day, um, you know, what I tell myself is, you won't really enjoy what you're going through at the moment if you're going to keep looking to the future. And what I mean is that, you know, you're going to keep trying to check all, tick all these things off your list of like, okay, I got this down, I got that down. But you're gonna, you're not going to realize that, you know, what's in front of you or like being around the people that make you laugh during those, you know, random times are what matter, right? So hopefully that makes sense. Um, it's just being appreciative of what's in front of you right now um, take it slow and steady because at the end of the day, it's really just, um, you know, we go to sleep, um, Mm -hmm. and this, you know, this may sound touche, but to me, it's like, at the end of the day, we're still going to go to that place we call a grave. You know, that's, that's kind of deep, but at the end of the day, like, that's what's going to happen. So try to really enjoy the small things because next thing you know, you know, years will pass, um, decades will pass. And the thing is when, especially if, you know, if we're talking about college, you're not gonna remember, um, you know. You're not gonna are possi- not gonna remember all those apps that you're gonna write down, or you're not gonna remember. Um, I guess in this case, you know, studying for exams and not um, going out uh, to enjoy with your friends. And so, to me, it's you're gonna remember those times where you have those deep conversations with your friends. You're gonna me- remember those times where you share your thoughts and what you think our goals um, are with your friends, even though they're not set in stone yet but that's what you're gonna remember. And so to me, you know, that's the advice I give to uh, to people, just will students, but like, I'm not even that old. That's, <laughs> that's what I that is to that are still trying to figure out their, uh, you know, what it means to have goals in life. And so it's really just taking it slow and steady and being appreciative of what's in front of you.
0: Oh yeah, well, but with that being said, are there any last words you would like to impart on our community here at DVC?
1: Yeah, um, I really miss y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we
0: miss you too you you seem like you would have been an amazing like a a joy on campus
1: yeah no I mean def I would say you know be take your time at DVC take as long as you need go meet other people in class you know there's that stigma with community colleges that there's no community right there's definitely community in community college um you know take you both for example you're reaching out to your community you're creating a bigger community so kudos to you both but really that's that's what I have you know take your time Take advantage of the resources at DVC. Um, some of my best—it's weird to say best friends—but some of the closest that, but some of the people that support me the best or the most are staff at DVC. Um, I still keep in touch with my counselors, and it's nice to have that support. Right? Um, there's different reasons why people go to community college—you um, know, financial reasons, mental reasons—and so you know, don't forget that DVC is a community of all faculty students and staff and don't forget about them take advantage of them so that's what i have to say
0: enjoyed what you heard looking to get involved with toastmasters club at DVC and develop your public speaking skills find our link tree on instagram at dbctm where you can join our slack page and hear about our events we meet wednesdays at 5 p.m pacific time and hope to see you all there thank you all for listening today and stay tuned for what to come